<laughs> we need more boxes. <laughs> is that all that stuff is? Yeah, Salinko dropping a care package off. Who did I see was using Salinko at Atlanta? What's the what's the best drop spot on Fortnite? Who was I'm, I'm drawing blank. Tw- something towers. Um, Tilted towers. He's got it. Shoot. So yeah, I was chilling in Tilted Towers, and Slinko just dropped this care package on me when I was in a bunker, dude. I saw the Slinko too. What was that? Who was that? I don't remember who that was. Did you see that list of strings? Uh, from who? Correct. Oh yeah, from from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Those are all. That's fake news. That's what I heard. No, yeah. Ben, ben, Schultz, ben wrote seventy-two. Ben wrote seventy-two pounds. That's, and that's he's not I, using seventy-two, yeah, right? No, no chance. No, yeah. <laughs> no chance. But no, those. We don't have an arm. That's it's weird because I'm going to DC on Saturday, and I told the guys in DC, the Technofiber teams, that like just buy a whiteboard. And let's just draw the, you know, let's get a logo on there from Technofiber and let's get all the stringing information on there because Atlanta did it last year and it popped and Atlanta doubled down, went back to the drawing board and it's going to go viral. That's just what the fans want to know. The fans want to know what these guys are using, uh, what tension they're using, what racket they got, what actual racket they have. So some cool information. But guys, appreciate you tuning in for another edition of the Pure Tennis Podcast. The boys are up and at them. It's early. It's a Friday morning. It's 8.30 a.m., and we got a new guest in the house who is on standby, Seth Ryan Arnold. Welcome to the podcast booth. How are we feeling today, bro? Welcome. He, he's not mic'd up yet, but... Uh, That's how we do it. We <laughs> t- ask him questions, but then... But, but he, doesn't he doesn't get, get to answer. <laughs> <laughs> but we're growing. We're growing. <laughs> we have a video guy. <laughs> oh, we are growing. We got a producer. We got a videographer. Joined by again Chase. What's going on, my man? How we doing, buddy? Great, brother. JP behind the behind the bars over there. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he's gonna do it. He's so ready for the inner out segment at the end. But guys, it's awesome week in American tennis, US Open series. We are up and at him with the Atlanta Open, a really good two fifty event, uh, with some fun storylines. You got Taylor Fritz number one seed, you got Wimbledon quarterfinalist Chris Eubanks into the uh Third round, J.J. Wolf, another top American. Um, Nisha Corey, former world number four, with a big win, actually two big wins, takes out Jerry Shang to advance, and he will play Fritz in this next round. So some fun action, guys. Anything that you guys have uh, has caught your attention this week going on in Atlanta? It's hot. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about Nakashima's hat? Yeah. yeah. It's a faucet. I was Because I, I always get bummed out when I'm trying to surf and I'm just so out of shape and the water's just pouring out of my head. But then I realized <laughs> that just probably what happens to everybody because like watching Nakashima like try to like just watch the drip come out of his the top of the bill of his hat is complete, not even dripping, complete faucet just running out. So I say I turned on Niche Corey last night a little later than I wanted to. Yeah. And, I'm like, geez, old Pete, this guy is drenched. I'm like, how far, like, how much did I miss? And I'm like, oh, it's 2-1. Like, they've been playing three games, and he's completely, w- yeah. like, looked like he jumped in a pool. Even the floor, even the, the court looks wet and shiny. <laughs> so tennis players, I, I do, this is not a sponsored little segment, but if you do have an issue with sweaty hands, go invest on some Carpe. Check it out on Amazon. It's antiperspirant, a uh, little medication that you rub on your hands, a little lotion, and it works like a charm. Double wristband it too, but I'm telling you, go with this Carpe. I'm somebody that always suffers from sweaty hands, even if I'm just when I'm nervous, whatever, you know what I'm saying? So I always was on this Carpe stuff in, high, in college and high school. Game changer. On really? Carpe. I know Carpe. someone's going to gonna at me in the DMs on Pure Tennis Podcast and say, thank you, man. It changed my life. I can hold on my racket deep in the third set. I use the rosin bag, but I never see that on tour. No one pulling it out. Rosin bag is too basic, man. You got to go with that, that underground <laughs> Carpe. 
<laughs> white bottle orange letters let me know if you tried it i was gonna say sometimes i would use the the basketball stickums for your yeah, shoes yeah, yeah, yeah. just and then clap your hands a couple of times no, that's that's why i lost the other day it's just i was too sweaty man. slipping out of your hands <laughs> just that's why that was that's the, only, the, only, the only reason why. wasn't because you're playing a ninja no it's not <laughs> damn it pavon i hope you're listening i hate you stock but, uh, so we got a segment that i'm excited about today though stock risers stock droppers of the year feels like this year has been going on it feels like australian open was forever ago but yeah. it just feels like the guys that did well the girls that did well back then have either like that momentum has not been able to either sustain for like it just feels like you know guys like ben shelton and his run to the quarterfinals feels like it was a year ago um so i want to start off with some stock risers that we've seen have some success and look like they're coming to the estates with a lot of momentum is i think this is at least i'm we're biased but this is maybe the most important swing. I mean, you just have so many opportunities to accumulate big points, starting off with the 250 in Atlanta. You got a 500 in D.C. for both WTA and ATP, the only 500 combined event in the world. Then you got Toronto, Montreal. Got a 1,000 there. You got a 1,000 in Cincinnati. And you got 2,000 at the U.S. Open. So a ton of opportunity for these players. I'm going to start off at the top with, I think, one of the biggest stories in tennis, which is Chris Eubanks. A guy who I think success impacts tennis and the culture of tennis in our country as much as maybe any what any American has done in tennis this year. I think it's been more significant than than uh, Tiafo and, and Fritz being top ten. I just think at that stage, Wimbledon taking out a top five guy like City like City Pass, he had chances to take Medi out to go to the semis, but. Just having a guy like Eubanks, who is universally loved by everybody, doesn't have any enemies, just a well-spoken guy, super relatable, down-to-earth guy. He's 27 years old when he finally has his breakthrough. Being a guy that was outside the top 130 for his whole career, being a challenger tour circuit uh, hero. I mean, he's just been a guy. You just If you're on the challenger tour, you've been hero. He's, yeah, he's a hero out there. Yeah. Right? That's why guys like Mike Cation have this connection with him and relationship with him that nobody else has, and that's why. I feel like he's got like a legit... <clears throat> game that plays with weapons that other people maybe don't have either because it's like i feel like you can grind out some of these other guys i'm not taking take away from fritz or tiafu being a top 10 because that that's a ton of work but yeah, get a guy that like which is dope come, having two americans top that's 10. awesome yeah. we were talking about that earlier that's awesome but like with eubanks you just get this down the line crack ball that it poses a weapon that people would fear because it's just other than maybe I mean, Yari, I think, is coming in, has a big, tall guy that can slap that. The, the, not, there's not, you don't see that ball on that many people. Nah. You go cross court like you're supposed to, and he just cracks it down the line because he's tall and he can stand on it. Yeah. It just poses a scary weapon. It's nice that it's an American. Facts. And, like, yeah. um, and I, I've done a deep dive on him the last few days, um, starting off with Mike Cation's uh, podcast with him, Behind the Racket with Noah Robin, who I just tuned into. They gave, Eubanks gave him like an hour. I thought that was an amazing podcast just to kind of get more of that behind-the-scenes knowledge of the Eubanks run. Um, just he gave some awesome information. I mean, even to the down to the, the nitty-gritty of, like, how does he collect that big check from Wimbledon? Something I never even thought to ask, but it's like it gets hot-wired, and he said Wimbledon's the only tournament in the world that pays you the same day, which is pretty cool. Really? Big. Especially for a guy that's that makes a run that isn't... Ooh, isn't that's a big like, check. That, that's a huge check for Eubanks, yeah, yeah. a life-changing check for him. So the fact that, you know, he said it's just pretty cool. A lot of spaces take like a week or two to get wired. And he said, you know, when you're on the Challenger Tour, traveling, paying for your places, you're paying for your coach, paying for everything basically, all your expenses, that's a big deal. So 
Shout to Wimbledon for getting Then go that play right. in front of your home crowd. Yeah, in, in his hometown, yeah. Atlanta, comes back down, what was he, 4-2 in this third? I mean, it was just it was a total like battle, battle. Against Nakashima. Like, he was yeah. getting beat. Like I mean, you watch that match. I watched every second of it, but like he he fought back. Like I was like, well, he had a letdown match, but he comes back and wins it. Now he's like legit challenger. Who's going to beat him? I, I think wrote, the difference is just that he has that confidence now and that crack ball, that crack, yeah, like that, down line. You can ball. rely on it. Did yeah, you, know. you go cross court on him, you're dead. Yeah. Did you see Maradigal's take on his run? Just how he simplified the game and he's just made it more about his belief and what he does well and not trying to overthink the game too much. Just like. Make it simple. Keep it simple. Yeah. And that's really what Eubanks has done, in my opinion. He's just like, he's made it. It, it looked easy for him because he played so simple, hitting his best shot in the big targets. And then when he waits for his opportunity, he's pouncing on it. And he's yeah. not even, yeah. he's just, he's hitting the shot. And he said like, you know, if I miss, I miss, but I want to hit the right shot. And that's what he's focused on. And it's like, there wasn't many times in that Wimbledon where I thought like, ooh, he, that probably wasn't the right shot. It seems like his brain was operating at a rate that I hadn't seen him. Because I mean, we've, I watched a good amount of Eubanks in my life, and it was just like it was like a roller coaster. It was up and down. It was like great shot. Ooh, what was that? Great shot. And it's like that Wimbledon run was like this is this is the goods. This kid has the potential. To I mean, I felt that ways. way. I totally feel the same way. Until the Medi match at the third set, because it's kind of going back in and like it's just like but that, that. That's just so much nerves. I think coming into it, playing yeah. Medi, posing different problems too. Yeah, Adam, but, though. But he did have him. top thirty well in the world now. Him. Yeah, yeah, top thirty. Twenty nine on live rankings. Big, big T fight guy. Yeah, <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Chase, speaking of T fight, T fight. <laughs> Chase, how's that new string setup going for you? It's good. I only played that one day. My arm was killing me. Just I think I overplayed in the last week. But you want to tell the fans what you got in your in your? Yeah, what do you what are you using? Yeah, I'm rocking some Polytour Pro. Um, I think it's seventeen gauge. Yeah, and then um, Pro Rexus. Is it Pro Rexus? Rexus Speed? Or Rexus Speed, yeah, 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 sorry. Yeah, Rexus Speed. Rexus Speed. Sorry. Forgot my own strings. That's embarrassing. Sorry, it happens, man. It happens, bro. My next stock riser, though, shout out to Eubanks, though. Can't wait to watch him kind of the rest of the way at the US Open Series, but do you think he continues? you guys think he continues? Yeah, why not? Right. I mean, I mean he's got, like like we talked about, he's got the weapons and he's playing confident. I mean, those are the two things you need. It's really about it. And he's smart. Exactly. And he's got the home crowd behind him, I think. I mean... Who, who does he play? Is it does he play? Oh, Vukic. Vukic, a guy yeah. that he's lost to um, before. Yeah. After having match points against him, um, Chase, hit me with your next stock riser. I'm gonna say the young players, like 21 and under. Okay. A lot of play. I mean, on women's and men's side, they're they're all coming up right now. I mean, this is their time. I don't know why the summer swing kind of makes it happen, but um, I think there's two women right now in the semifinals. Two women that just won titles. I think one was 21. And then on the men's side, you have, I mean, the list is forever long. You got Luca Van Ash. Um, Arthur Fees. Arthur Fees for two French guys. French tennis might be back. You got Chinese tennis. You got Jerry Shang. You got, well, Gigi Zhang's not, he's 26, but yeah. we're, ca- we're going to count him. You got Carlitos him. and Holger. Carlitos, Holger, what Yannick. Uh, and you got Dino Prismich. He, he might be in a semifinal in You're a You're a big fan of this kid. I like this kid. I mean, he, he won the French, and his body's built like like what you see from like the guys that are the top, yeah. like uh, Holger and yeah. um, Alcaraz. But I, I don't know. I, I, Mira, I and smack, Mira and Driva. I got Mira and Driva. I got Mira on my list. I think Mira's tennis and her interviews are... are, are well, that, the interviews are top tier. I, I think the interviews are as good as her tennis, which is pretty damn high level. <laughs> I mean, like, her interviews are must 
She's one of the best interviews in tennis right now. It's because it's so raw, I think. Exactly. Yeah. I think her, her and Eubanks are like the two easiest players for me to just, I, I'll listen to them talk. Yeah. Like, it just seems like they always come with a great um, perspective and they always kind of just give you like that real, it's like, it's the authenticity for me. Mm-hmm. It's like, just, you don't feel like there's there's any BS. It's just like what they feel is what they're going to say. So for me, that's, that's big because can't say that about everybody. Yep. JP, you got a stock riser over there? I mean, we did a whole segment on so, Alex Mickelson, so, there you I'm, go. gonna so you're good. I'm gonna leave that one out. I don't, I don't want to go there, but that's my dude. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> my next stock riser is college tennis in general. I mean, you got all the Americans. You got the Sheldons, the Wolves. Um, you got Serendolo, who spent a brief yep. second there at South Carolina. You got Peyton Stearns, who's had her best year of her tennis life, and you got Emma Navarro, who's also another top hundred player from UVA. So and Eubanks. And you got, yeah, of course you got Eubanks. Um, I mean, you got so he many. He graduated people. college like, what, a decade ago? Exactly. He's like me, man. Diana <laughs> so, Schneider, yeah. Schneider's in, Schneider, the, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the semis. I mean, you got. That tournament. I mean, guys like, I mean, there's, the college, I think college, the double, and the doubles, I think there's the, there's guys that are, I figure they're probably top 10 now. There's, there's guys in the doubles now that are top 10 from college. It's just like, it's just on and on. It's 15 guys at one point were ranked inside the top 100 this year from college tennis with ties. So pretty cool to see. Um, excited to just see who comes out of the the. Uh, so what is it? You think it's that the, the blood is in the water now that the, like every every tournament's up for grads? Is that what it? With college tennis. Players? With all these young guys coming in, is that what like what's driving it? That they, I mean, like there's a legit opportunity that they can see it. Yeah, I think I think they see the other players that are young having success. I think there's so much more out there as far as training with video being so like prevalent in these these kids' lives at a young age that they can watch. <clears throat> a training session of Novak Djokovic or they can watch a training session of young Roger or young, like, and they can just pick these wh- who has already had success. That information is so readily available that there's that learning curve is shrunken into a smaller gap. And once these players hit their athletic prime, which I mean, you got guys like Carlos or Holger who like, I mean, Carlos is well ahead of Holger as far as just his body, his frame filling out. But it's like once your frame fills out and if you have like th- that joy in your game and you're able to just, constantly learn 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 like these kids like these kids do it's just like the ceiling is is so much higher and it's just like there's no there is no limitations yeah why not these, try these kids don't the, go these for kids, it. yeah and they're not like carlos is no fear out there it's like these fearless kids that have everything at their disposable and they're they're eating better too and it's like the diet all that stuff plays in a role into it like um i think there's just more information out there from whether it's coaching or a new like a just from a it's speeding it up yeah it just speeds up that process uh mira andreva was on my list just because i think like she has just the mentality that you need to be successful in this crazy game of tennis which to be really good at it like you kind of got to be a sicko as i, as I like to say like you kind of <laughs> got to be a sicko like mentally you got to be at a different level like you're, you're, you're what yeah i mean novak <laughs> exactly like he's he's the perfect he's example a possessed human to play tennis. like he's just possessed like, yeah He's on the tennis court, like, or you have to be extremely intelligent. Who you which think, who you thinking of there? Like, I think Carlos is extremely intelligent sure, when he's yeah. like, especially on yeah. the court, like an, a, a firm understanding of something at like great depth mm-hmm. and high levels of belief in yourself. Yeah, That's we, true. And we saw the yeah. same thing on the women's tour with Iga. I mean, her success came early. She's just on top, and it's like she's extremely smart as well. Super smart, yeah. and her IQ, like, she just knows how to break girls down. She knows the balls that they don't want, and she also has the athleticism that. You don't see like on the like the, her ability to slide and cover ground, and just knows her body and how to just. It's just very impressive. So I think it's 
across both sides. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's why I think that the, the advantage like lies into the the athleticism that the young people are able to achieve, and then the ability to pick quickly pick up on the the brain side of it. But if you if you're able to like, take in all of the geometry at a much mm-hmm. faster pop, and your your athleticism, you're just going to be able to grind people because you're just you're ready to go as long as you yeah. don't cramp in Atlanta. <laughs> Chase, you got another riser? I got I got one more going. Uh, I'm gonna say Yi Bing. I mean, he's he's not even top 75 yet, and he's playing good tennis. Big Wu fan. I'm over a there. Bi- I'm a big Wu fan. <laughs> yeah, you like the ultimate tennis showdown. Really, really got you on board, huh? Well, I got on board in Dallas last year. Yeah, yeah. Dallas was was where I got turned on took to that, him. But took that title. Yeah, he won yeah. that title. He beat Isner, Isner, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just I like the game. I mean, it's not. It's a little more aggressive. He's got a little more pop than maybe like Nisha Corey does off his serve, but kind of even in that same realm that Jerry Shang, I mean, really high defensive, fast. Com- like a compact athlete. Like, yeah. It, 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 I don't know. This is like a weird thing that I observed, but it's like, I don't see that guy suffering injury. Just like with the way his body no. is built and the way he moves and the way he strikes the ball. It's like, I think he's going to be in it for the long haul. And I, that's a guy that I'm going to bet on. Yeah. Like, Top twenty-five player for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that mm. take. That's a good take. Can we get a green noise? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's you're a not sold on the woo yet. He's not sold. He's not sold. I, mean, I didn't mean I to watched, rush you into that, JP. No, I was just I was watching him last night. The double fault in the tiebreaker kind of bothered me. He just beat like, him at UTS. I think he was like, "Dude, I just beat this guy. Like, how can I be losing to him it's again?" True, that is kind true. of weird. It's like same thing with Mickelson and Cressy. Like. Can we can we look yeah. at the draws from the last like week and a True. half and not have the same match? Exact same yeah. play. Like, come on, like I don't want to. I just saw these guys play. Yeah, it was grass, but it's like, can can Mickelson get a stab at somebody else? Like, yeah, no, that's that's fair. I think that it's, like, that's a, watching that's a mental him, hurdle. Like, he does look you know. like he's compact athlete that is yeah. like got the just straight face that's just there for the fight and like. At some points, I thought he's going to run away with it, and then it was just like come back to earth, and he looks like a human. And I, 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 I I've traveled like really getting behind those guys that when they come apart in the like the cr- clutch situations like yeah. that, because it just feels like I can't really see that like yeah. going far. That's fair. That's fair. No, I think. But everybody loses in a clutch situation every once in a while, right, Nate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's why. I, yeah. <laughs> just saying. no comment. My last, my last riser is the U.S. Open. Uh, first slam that has come out with a 1K travel check for these players that are in the draw. Uh, they got five free restrings per round, a $600 per diem each night, um, which is just those three things is a huge lift to the experience, especially for the – this is not for the guys that are top 15, top 20. This is for the guys that are outside the top 40, 50, that it just relieves that little bit of stress that they – and it should bring – like. Maybe I'm crazy, but I think it brings a higher level of tennis when you take out the stress for these guys to win, ma- win matches to feed the feed the force. Totally. And like to feed the team and pay for a team to get out there. It's like now you know you're getting one thousand dollars, and, and it, yeah, it's not going to cover the whole thing, but it's better than nothing. So it's a solid starting point. U.S. Open came out with that the other day. Um, shout out to Rachel Stillman for putting that out there. I'm not sure if she was the first to it, but make them focus on the tennis instead of just, just like tennis, trying yeah. to get their hotel like every, and everything. Yeah. Every other sport, you get a salary. It's like it doesn't matter if you play like shit, throw four interceptions, uh, fumble three times. It's like go 0 for 8 from three. It's like you're getting your paycheck. Tennis, it's like you miss two overheads and double fall three times. You're not getting paid. Yeah, that is the worst. Because it's, it, it's it also plays into that too. It's like you're already gonna lose the match if you don't. Like, your nerves are on the line. 
not to like mention points that go away in your ranking and everything. And yep. just like, you're oh, always by the defending way, points. Uh, enjoy that poorness now. <laughs> <laughs> you're down. Not only that, but you're down 10 grand. Yeah. Glad, hey, you, glad you came you here. You guys went to that sushi restaurant? Is sushi a steakhouse? Yeah. That's going to cost you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just, you, you can't travel to. I mean, I was watching on Instagram all these, not to like jump in here, but the, uh, just people talking about like whether they're net red, net black. I mean, everybody's in the like. If you don't win and get in a consistent win, you're losing money for, for sure. every single yeah. every single year. For sure. I'm down ten grand for the last three years. Like, all right, glad you have that sponsor that's kind of like front you fifty thousand. Exactly. My my last two that I'm not going to talk too much about, but just got to throw out there. Yep. Wimbledon final. I just thought that level was amazing. I thought that especially was, after the French yeah, the semi that we had. Exactly. Mm. I, I thought that was just like a like. Had the letdown that we had from the Roland Garros. Best final of the year. That was the best final 100%. of the year. The highest level of tennis. And it felt like all the casual fans tuned in for that one. Mm-hmm. I feel like we won some fans over. It was cool to see all the celebrities in attendance for that one. It felt like tennis was put on the uh, the broad scope for the first time in a, in a while. Since really um, Serena Williams was playing her last U.S. Open last year where it felt like casuals were, were flocking in. Um, so that was really cool to see. My last one. Chad Johnson, uh, just having that interaction with him in Cincinnati was super cool to see how passionate he was about tennis. Uh, his daughter plays, and he's the guy that's focused on getting better. And he shouted out Chris Eubanks before anybody else. He was like, you know, I got to play with him down in Miami. He was super excited to practice with Eubanks, and maybe uh, Chad gave him a little, uh, little one-on-one combo that inspired the kid because the kid's playing big-time tennis. So those are my last two. Chase, I'm going to pass it to you. Give me your first stock dropper of 2023. <laughs> I'm going to say Bedosa. I think she's Sitsi Dosa or just Bedosa. Just Bedosa. I think Sitsi Pass is going to keep playing for the next five years. I just don't. He doesn't seem inspired anymore now that he's found his true love. Yeah, but I think he'll be around. I I think Bedosa is going to kind of dip out here in the next year. Like she's going to really? s- keep seeing those results, no and she's going to just you know but she's going to be out. Like, are, what what is this joint Instagram account stuff? Like <laughs> you're grown people, man. Like. You're, like this is like it's one thing to make an account for your dog. But we like, all know grown people that have joint Instagram yeah. accounts. So, man, it is, it's like it's not just them. Like all of you with a joint Instagram account. Come on, you guys have tr- a little bit of trust in each other. Like exactly. Yeah. Like what is like you're, you're sharing the post from your joint account on your story. Hey, anyway. can I use the Instagram? It's like, what what is that? It's so cringy. It's like I'm so out on this whole thing. It's like the last idea I just heard. I don't know if it's going to come to fruition, but it's like, we're going to sell Sitsi Dosa t-shirts. I'm like, oh, yeah. Don't do that. Let's no. do it. Like, <laughs> what a money grab. Like, like what is Who like, buys that? I don't know. Who's the they, wait, no, they said they the were going to sell them? No, we Okay. We will probably sell them. But no. Someone will buy it. Too. I thought you were no, saying. That, no, the thing is, I'm money talks. So I'm all about trying to make some money. For, so yeah. whatever. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll sell whatever sells. and We won't. No, <laughs> <laughs> Someone will. <laughs> but if you want them, no, they may come. Be on never, sale. I'm not sure. Be on sale. It, just an inside scoop that could have could be happening. Could just be a complete idea that was thrown on the might not stick. But anyway, you know, there's fans out there that are gonna like buy this stuff. It's like the last post they put put like 25,000 likes on this Sitsi. It's like every post is the same. It's some corny song with some hold like some hand holds and kisses and stuff, and it's just like. It's like they're a TikTok 2020 couple. Exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like in, Bedosa got out of a relationship like last week, and now she's like all in love, and she loves Greek people and stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm happy for you, Bedosa. I really am. 
Yeah, but she's a stock dropper. She's a stock, stock dropper. On the tennis court. On the tennis court. On the tennis no, court. Sorry, I, I let that, that got away from me. No, that's, that's the that, truth. All right, what's that, your what's your dr- next dropper here? My next dropper is lines people, all right? After the Emer situation. Get that resume ready. <laughs> get the, after the Emer situation where the chair umpire refused to get out of the chair to check a ball mark on clay, which is a practice for many years now where there's a disputable call, you get off the chair, you step down, and you go confirm or dispute a line call, and Yimmer ended up snapping a racket on the chair umpire because he was furious. It took That's a $35,000 fine, too. Sure did. That's yep. the first one. And the second situation was watching uh, Zhang Shui against Toth, uh, where Zhang Shui hit a, I think it was a serve, and it was easily in. Um, it was a corner, corner off. It was her forehand. She kicked it, it on the right. Yeah, 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 and it was forehand. clearly on the, in. On the left, yeah. on the deuce court. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Totally off, kicks, clearly in. Kicks the clay deuce over court, top of the, absolutely. Top, yeah, top, the spot. It smooths out the, that, yeah, the ball, that ball mark. Yeah. Because yeah. she was being the a problem. Chair, the chair umpire had, like, how do you, how do you. Should have been disqualification immediately. But how do you not handle that situation with, like, any. A brain, like just use a brain. Just get yeah. out there. And some situation. common sense. It's like cause use your common sense. And it's like now you have this girl having a panic attack and having to retire from the match because she's freaking out that she feels like this the world's one, against yeah, her. The world's against her. It's like, I mean, tennis is a lonely place in general, and you, especially <laughs> you can't get a freaking lines call to come check a ball mark on a clay court. It's like when it's clearly it's, in. It's clearly in. It's like yep. it's a cold world out here. Close ass match. And, that, and then Toth celebrating the win. That's a big <laughs> stock dropper. That's you know karma's crazy. She she ended up losing the next round like one and zero. I think I'm shocked. Yeah, <laughs> that's good stuff. Anyway, lines people I think are on the way out. I think we're gonna have automatic line calls, even on clay, which um, I think we're I think we're due for that. I got one more here. Um, Novak's dad. He's my stock dropper. <laughs> saying Novak, he wants him to quit in a year. I What's saw, that? I saw that. I don't want him to quit. Nobody wants him to just be done. This we is, we need a good rival for Carlos for another lot, four years. Is this a father? That there's is, a lot of quit talk too. Like they had curious talking, and he's like, yeah, "You will not true. see me playing at thirty. You will not." It's like stop. Just yeah, stop. add it on my but list. Curious stock dropper. Curious. This is curious. Is just a common defensive mechanism that he's used for many years now. True. He doesn't want anybody to feel like he's trying too hard at this sport. That he is. Had some success in, but compared to the talent that he has, I would say his success has been. Mm, mm, not, but you're not, a curious fan. I love Kyrgios. that hurts when he I, says I, he's for done. Sure hurts. For sure hurts. But yeah. I'm like, I have to accept it now. This is just Nick Kyrgios. Like when he, true, you're not going to get a hundred percent of Nick Kyrgios at tennis. You know, isn't this profession for him? He doesn't take this as a way, a, a means to live his life the way he wants to live. You know, this is not the he's not living and dying by tennis results. Or at least he says he wants you to think that. But he wants you to think that at least. So it's yeah. So this is just common practice. Nick Curious, he uh, he always wants to grab a headline when he can. He's really good at it. Always has been. Um, he's he also did some cool marketing. I mean, he's still good for tennis. Like regardless of what he does, like the fact that who he hangs out with and who he rub, rub, like rubs shoulders with and kind of. Oh, he's great for tennis though. Yeah. But I'm saying as a, as a fan of tennis, right? It's a bummer. It's like he makes it's you think like I got to go get a t- curious ticket because he's not going to play much longer. Which but then you it, should. Which you should. You should. But then it's also just like kicking the gut because it's like if you're pulling for that dude, he is openly saying he doesn't doesn't care about really want. To, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't really want to play past. He's open about which events he cares about. And he hates the he hates the tour because the grind of all the right. tournaments. Which the schedule sucks, and, and, and he's open schedule about that. Sucks. The schedule's terrible. He was like, big on UTS this, though. Like he, yeah, and he was, and that's cool because I think that, that, I think that fits exactly what he sh- 
could be doing at 33. Or coaching. Or coach. he, he did say he, coach. He, would, he wouldn't mind coaching. But it's true, though. The schedule is brutal. And, like, if you are a normal person, like, it's really hard to balance tennis and being a normal person. It's just like. Yep. When he was coach of the year last year because he coached himself into a Wimbledon final. <laughs> People forget. <laughs> Ultimate tennis showdown. Real quick, my thoughts on that. I, I think that's one. I, I had it as a stock riser, but I couldn't put it in there quite yet. Ultimate tennis showdown for me, though, was pretty cool experience just to kind of tune in a little bit more this time. That's a fun way to showcase tennis. I love the net post being on the singles lines instead of outside the doubles alleys. It allows for more shot making. Guys going around the post a lot easier. Um, you saw Bublik do it. You saw think, Shelton. Shelton did it. Yeah. Um, and it just shows off the athleticism in our sport even better. That's something I took away that we could possibly look forward to doing in other events. Anytime you can showcase tennis in a way that presents the athleticism at the top, like it just it, our sport does better. So the shot, the fun style of play, you know, super tiebreak or it's really not even super tiebreak. It's like a point, it's like a quarters, quarters and yeah. points. I don't even know what, what I'm not. talking about with the UTS yet, <laughs> but it's a fun, different style of tennis that uh, clearly brought some fun to what was it, LA this year. It was LA, yeah. Well, then in September they have Frankfurt, Germany. Well, so they're speaking going to of Europe. on the same vein, and I don't mean to be the person that brings this up, but will, will the team tennis be coming back? With the Hawks? I hope not. I don't know. <laughs> well, if Ultimate they use a court like that again, Ultimate, I hope not. Oh, yeah. Wait, what was that? That's coming up. Is that? Well, that that's, the, that's uh, gonna, it's after the U.S. Open. But what right? is that event called? I think it's, it's just called Team Tennis. Team Tennis. Team tennis? Ultimate yeah. Team Tennis, maybe. Ultimate Team Tennis. So, UT. I wasn't big on that one. T maybe, maybe I'll be back in this year. I don't know. We didn't know what the hell was going on last year with that. The Hawks versus the... I don't even know they did it in the beginning of this year too. Was it the beginning of this year? They did. I can't the beginning of this year, and the court was orange. You couldn't see the ball. Yeah, it was, it was terrible for television. Bad, bad. My last two stock droppers, who I don't want to comment too much because it makes me sad, is Rafa's got to be at the top of that list, <laughs> outside the top 100 for the first time in over a decade. Uh, Rafa's future not looking great. Uh, really hope he gets healthy for the start of next year, and I hope he can finish on his terms because. It looks like we're going to be walking into his last few tournaments in 2024. And my last one, he's got to be a guy that I looked out. I looked for a breakout season come. Sebastian Corda, a guy I really believed in, is going to, was going to be a top 20 player, top 15 player potentially, maybe even top 10 player. He has not taken that leap forward that I thought he would take. Injuries played a large part of it, but his level of tennis hasn't been there as well. So those are my stock risers, stock droppers. Chase, you got anything else on these? I'm, I'm good on that. Let's go into our in and out. We got to. Yeah. Let's take a quick break, boys and girls, and we will be back with in or out. Yeah. All right, guys, in or out. We're back with the segment that seems like it's in demand. I got some hot takes. I'm going to start off. I got two of them. Chase, you got two of them? I got two. First take is, after playing in my first tournament in a while, is short socks on the tennis court are an absolute... Technical foul, red card. <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> Agreed. I cannot believe, like, how many dudes were rocking short? Like, for girls, that's fine. That's the look. But for, I'm talking about for men, do not rock short socks on a tennis court, man. You're not Marty Fish, so don't try to look like Marty Fish. It's not a golf course. It's not a golf course. It's I don't want to see your ankles. Course. Put some socks on, some high You don't want to see my ankles, Nate? No, <laughs> dude. Ooh, it's just such so a, I see such such a goofy look though on a tennis court. It is. I, it's just a weird. Like, I automatically think your UTR is below below a seven if you if you're wearing ankle socks. 
You must not be worried about blisters. That's all I think. Like, isn't Wait, that, isn't that yeah, painful? Exactly, yeah. It's just going to be painful double, on the back of that heel. I'm double sock and tube socks. Like, is that weird? No. I it's like, I, I, put, I, I put two socks on because it's just my feet come apart <laughs> if I don't. <laughs> That's my first one. Chase, what you got for us, bro? All right. I'm going to say 250s are the second most pivotal tournaments on the ACP Tour. Say that again? The, I think 250s are the second most really? important tournaments. Second most? Interesting. Yeah. One to one. This is whoa, a good one. Whoa, so, whoa. so here's my deal. Oh, you were quick on that. I went on it because I think that the points add up and there's a lower competition. So he said second most important. Second most. He was he he hedged quick, his he quick, hedged his quick statement. buzzer. Now defend yourself, bro. All right. So five of the top ten players, out of all the five of those players, I think it's Taylor Fritz, Sinner, um, I'll have to look, but Rude. No, not well. I mean, he's got a 250 this year. Yeah, but he, I think he has a 500. Um, here it is. Oh no, Rude's included. Rude, Sitsipas, Sinner, Fritz, and Tiafo only have one title above a 500 combined, all of them. And no it's Fritz. Points, he has a 500. Points accumulation. Everyone else only has 250s. <clears throat> I mean that that plays. I mean they're all top 10, and all they have is 250s. Clip it. Chorich got into d- deep in the 250s too, and he's like. Moved up into it, the top he, 15. His his points aren't even that. It's just Cincinnati. Just dragging. It feels like certain dolls and other guys taking advantage of the 250 level. To 250s. Yep, yep. Well, and it just gives so many opportunities yep. for those guys to actually get get their feet wet and finally get some, some so traction. What, not run into a Baratini in the first round either. So what's this goofy rule with the WTA? They're not letting girls inside the top 30 enter 250s? Is, is it huh? 250s or the 125s? Or 125s? It might be the 250s. It 250s. Either way, it's, it's goofy. So it's a terrible way, rule. WTA, if you just heard that stat, you might want to do away with all that noise. Yeah. Terrible rule. That was a terrible, terrible, terrible yeah. rule. Don't I don't know what that, that was. Is. And that was like that something is. that really just came out in the last month or two, I feel like. So, Chase, if I was a green buzzer, I'd probably hit you with one there, too. I did. I hit it twice. Well, well, a, lot of, a lot of people hate on the 250s, but I don't. they're, they're well, huge, man. Well, no, I'm not going to hate anymore because Cincinnati might have to take one, man. <laughs> So I'm not hating anymore. <laughs> if we so, get that. No, 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 we're not, we we're that. not putting that out. We're, we're not putting that out. We're stealing, we're stealing one of these clay court events in freaking July. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Yes, we are. Well, I mean, why are we playing? That's Sorry, I already talked about that last week. But it's like, they're still playing on clay. Like, Rublev, what are you doing, man? You're playing on You just won a clay court event. You entered another clay court event? Like, you're about to play with for 4,000 points in the next... I get the money part. Get it's some like, cheese. You don't need cheese, man. You got, like... You, wouldn't you rather win some matches and build the brand in the United States, which is a much vaster, larger market? Like, I don't know. I could be crazy, but it's like get these clay court events out of July. That's not. I mean, just play grass. Go back to clay. I, yeah, just, what? that's what I don't get. Like, don't let's know. make it a let's make it consistent chronologically. We went hard court, then we go clay court, then we go grass court, now we go back to hard court. Just be done with it. There we go. My next. This is I've, I've flip flopped on this a number of times. I'm. I know I'm getting a, I'm getting a bad buzzer on this, but my take is, pickleball is actually pretty good for tennis. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Listen. 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 I'm not saying that. Be careful with your words. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> like. I think it's made okay. I think it's made tennis realize that it needs to look itself in the mirror, which is where I come at this from. Like, tennis has done so much to try to put itself in a tier above every other racket and paddle sport, where it's left itself on an island, in my opinion, 
and it scared a lot of people off. It's intimidated a lot of people where it doesn't feel like a community sport where you can meet people at a later later stage in your life to make tennis friends and tennis people and do cool tennis things with them and like travel to tournaments and stuff. And it's like pickleball people. I got friends that are 25 and over, 40 and over that are playing on pickleball teams or pickleball. They have pickleball friends where they travel to tournaments across the country for weekend tournaments and stuff. And it's like they're having more fun than tennis players are. And I think it's made tennis like, oh, wow, we actually have to like market our product. We actually have to like have a decently planned out event where like it can't feel like it's just like a jumbled mess. Like, oh, we actually need to like do some social media. Yeah, like, so you're promotions. saying it's waking tennis it's up. It's waking tennis up. Thank I give you. you. I knew I would I'm get a you red, a green button. And there. I knew I would get to the green. I, I had to work for it. Though. That was good. That. No, I, I totally 100% agree with that. And so, I, I'm just like, tennis got so complacent and so comfortable being lazy and just like, oh, we're a gentleman's game. Oh, yeah, you have to like, it's just like, we're so stuck up and it's a mess. And it's like, that's why 2020, I feel like that's when not I go, what sells. Exactly. When I go to these events. You have to deal with our apathetic bullshit. Tennis people make me feel like a bad guy for trying to grow the game. It's like, I've never, I didn't come into tennis with any other motive besides to make tennis cool, make tennis fun. Like, I, that's my objective. I don't know if I'm doing it or not, but it's like, that's why I entered in the tennis industry. And it's like, people look at me like, did you just take a video of that guy? Are you going to, are you about to post a video? It's like, Tennis is so weird. It's like all these rights issues and everything. It's like we're losing right now because pickleball was woke and we are asleep at the wheel watching pickleball just take over this country. It's like and Padel or Paddle, whatever it's inside the plexiglass tank, in that's Europe, dominating in Europe. It's yeah. like because it's more fun. It's more community driven. It's more There's more friends being made and you're putting in a paddle or a racket and you're able to enter a game and it's so much easier to enter. So I think... That is where pickleball has helped tennis a lot, and I hope it continues to do so because uh, we need to do it, and we need to do it soon. It's also a lot easier. It's much for easier, sure it's and it's easier. easier to grow from zero. I'm just throwing that it out. Is, I like all your points. But it's continued yeah. to grow. People said that. Like, it is 100%. You're totally ago, what, what you're saying. It continues to rise and grow, and it's and it's it's becoming an avenue for young people at this point. Like if you're twelve years uh, under 12 years old, like you might – I'm not saying for sure, but – there's potential that you could have an avenue to make some good money playing pickleball in this country. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's sure. like going to be tennis. You're not going to make $2 million winning a U.S. Open in pickleball. But the fact that these guys, some of them I know, are getting paid like $500,000 from Skechers for a shoe sponsorship. Another, that fits, though. And you got Paddle Tech paying like two hundred, yeah, paying another $200,000 for some of these. It's like there is some really real money in there. You see all these athletes and celebrities from other sports investing into pickleball teams. They did this with the uh, – with the rally cars, whatever they do with the for, like the race buying race car teams, it's like these people aren't that stupid that they're just investing blindly in a pickleball team. It's like they they have to be seeing some trajectory that leads them to believe that this is going to be a successful venture. That's my take. I still don't like pickleball. Go ahead. What's, a, what's the last one? All right, my, mine's a player based one. I'm going Jiri Lahetchka is going to be a top ten player by 2025. Top ten, top ten. Ooh. I'm not saying how. I mean, he could be just be ten. Wait, what, and what's the time frame? 2025. And I'm accounting. Novak's yeah. dad had some impact so, in this. So we're gonna come back on this podcast in 2025 to confirm this. For that, for that <laughs> sake, for that okay, sake. Sorry, just for that sake. Well, you went deep, bro. But that's. Fine. I had to think I, about. I, I well, because I was poo pooing people. I don't want to poo poo people ever. <laughs> Like, but I, like, I, do I just, like I don't, I do too, but I, and he's I'm got top, verdicts in his corner. Top I mean, 10, you got to win some, 
bunch of two fifties. We already decided that <laughs> he's only twenty one. I think he's gonna. I mean, he's he still did. in his tournament right now, right? The kid packs a punch though. For not being a big guy, he the does kid pack a freaking punch. cracks, dude. Yeah, he just destroyed. He can drop one forty on the serve, like at that height. Yeah, the fact that he has one forty in that arm. He's is got ridiculous. game, man. He does. No, I like. The, I mean, I don't it's hate the day. It's. I've definitely heard. It's just. We're not that patient on this podcast, man. Okay. I can't wait. Twenty twenty four. There we mm. go. I want it to be high. I, I even think it could be. There that. we go. Now no, it could no. be then. <laughs> no, Lahetchka's a dog. I do like the fact that he coaches. That he's coached by Burdick, and it yep. seems like a, um, just a good relationship there. But that's a. Uh, I solid. think he's. I think he's going to win Umag. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'll definitely. Then I'll buy it. I think he's going to win Umag. I don't, I don't mind it, guys. To finish up today's podcast, we want to talk about the hottest gear on the tour right now. That you've noticed has taken a little bit of an uprise. Was it success, Chase? I'm gonna let you start off. What piece of equipment, whether it's a hard, it's gotta be a hard good shoe or racket, have you noticed? This is our tennis-point.com segment of the day. Where, who, what material, what product have you seen most success on tour? I'm gonna say the Technofiber T5. <laughs> I am saying no it. bias in this take at all, man. And and I'm I am saying I do use it, but. It's the sexiest racket on on the court. All white. It's got those little seams the going around. Seams. Dude, it's so, it's so sick. Big and, baseball guy over there. And then you got Chris Eubanks using it. It's just it's the hot racket. It is. They're, and it, they're it's, and nice. I feel like it it still plays like kind of user friendly for being like yeah. borderline control frame. Are you with eighteen by nineteen string pattern on it? Yeah. You're. you're I'm oh, big on the eighteen by nineteen string pattern. Yeah, I think it's the best. I feel like you just knew that we got a Technofiber collab this weekend in DC, so you're you're looking out. And we need a box. We, 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 <laughs> we need, need a, a box. box. With a 305. Mary, Mary Best Stanley, if you're listening, we need, a, we need a box. Maybe just send a 305 to me, please. <laughs> I just would like to try it. No, 305 so, is, is it. On the 18 by 19. It's dope that Technofiber is collabing with Lacoste. That new, yeah. that new Lacoste shoe, that AGLT. Those are tight, too. Those are so sick. And they've made yep. it. It's a, hundred, it's a 180 difference from last year's shoe. That shoe is Those hot, are nice. Hot it's a legitimate like premium shoe that... People should be wearing for sure. Flex fit, breathability is on point. Good durability, good traction, good court feel on like below. It's just stable. So check that shoe out. I'm gonna end with the V Core, and it's just been the. I'm actually gonna change to it myself. It looks like Tommy Paul is the guy that has most recently changed to it. That's had success. It brought him inside the top 15 in the world. Shout to Tommy, number 14 in the world, highest ranked uh, ranking that he he's ever had. I think Tommy is just. He's my favorite player to watch probably on tour right now. And there's so many women using it, so many men using it. The V-Core is butter. Check it out. Put some Polytour Pro in there. And, uh, yeah, guys, hope you guys have a great weekend. I don't got anything else. This is a hell of a podcast, boys. I'm good. Seth? It's good. How we do, bro? Bang. <laughs> guys, have a great weekend. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let us know. Message us. Follow us. Pure Tennis Podcast. Instagram. Twitter. Wherever you want to find us. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Peace.